Reclaim Your Brain podcast. I'm Dr. Liz Rook. I'm a certified life coach and rheumatologist, and I'm here to show you how I combine science, coaching, and psychology to solve stress and worry for me. And now I want to show you how you can do the same to enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create. It's time to stop struggling and have more fun. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. I hope you are having a great week so far. I want to first apologize because I have had a wicked cold for about a week now, and I've delayed recording this for a few days because I wanted my voice to be as good as it possibly could, and it's not quite back to normal yet. So if you notice that I sound a little off, that's why. So I'm excited today to talk about gratitude and its role in our life in decreasing our stress and providing us with support and peace and balance, even in times of extreme challenge or stress or unexpected events in our life. So first, gratitude is a sense of appreciation for what we have And it's very easy to implement into our life. And it's one of the things that we can do on a regular basis to decrease our stress levels instantly and give us perspective and insight and appreciation for what we have, even if it's not exactly what we were hoping for or what we want to have. And this is almost a secret to getting more of what you want, is appreciating what you already have. And it sounds counterintuitive, but this works for things like our body. When we want to change our body or lose weight or get into better shape, if we don't start with accepting and appreciating what we already have, it makes it that much harder to get what we want, whether it's losing 10 pounds or starting a regular exercise routine or similarly with work. If we're stressed out and we're overwhelmed and we're overworked and we're unhappy, if all we're focused on is what we don't have, then we can't appreciate what we do have and allow that gratitude to expand to give us more of what we want. Because when we're in a state of gratitude and appreciation and joy, we can tap into our inner wisdom and creativity and problem solve and innovate and use it to get more of what we want in our life. When we're stuck in frustration and overwhelm and stress, we tend to spin. And then we overthink and we're spinning in that energy of I don't have, I should have, I want, I have to, I need to versus when we're in gratitude and we say I do have and I appreciate and from there you can expand of I want, I would like, this is how I take that next step to getting this in my life. And so I want to talk a little bit more about that today, and I want to put this in perspective for you. So you may or may not have noticed that there was no podcast recording last week. And so my episode 17, The Balancing Plates, where I'm talking about all the things that we balance normally in life that we can put down and start enjoying versus seeing them as burdens. This kind of gratitude ties into that. However, that the day after I recorded that episode a few weeks ago in mid-February of 2022, I came home from the gym. It was a normal Friday morning 
And my husband was still in bed, which I found a little strange because usually he gets up right after me. And I went into the bedroom and he was lying in bed describing that he had had a nightmare and a panic attack. And this is a man, y'all, who's very calm, who's very level, very balanced. He had been under a tremendous amount of stress. And even that he was a little bit cranky, but other than that, he was still functioning. He was handling everything. He was doing his day-to-day life. And he's trying to describe to me that he's in a state of panic and his speech was a little garbled. And then in front of me, he turned his head and had a seizure. Long story short, we get him to the hospital. He was having a hemorrhagic stroke. He is 50 years old. He is the model of health. He takes care of himself. He exercises. He eats ridiculously healthy, even puts me to shame. And I see myself as relatively healthy. And he had had this hemorrhagic stroke. It happened to be from a dural AV malformation, which usually is congenital. And thankfully, after three days in the ICU and a brain angiogram, we were sent home and he is neurologically intact. And the blessing in all this is he has an entirely new perspective on life and this sense of overwhelming peace and calm that he did not have before. I just want to tell you this story to put in perspective what's been going on in my life for the last few weeks. And I want you to know that even in my panic, even in the uh, tremendous amount of stress that I felt calling 911, going to the hospital, taking the longest 30-minute drive I have ever taken from my house to the hospital to meet the ambulance, I was overwhelmed by this sense of gratitude and love over the next few days because I was able to, number one, see the gift and the opportunity in this tremendously unexpected and stressful situation because I have trained my mind to go there and to seek it out, especially in times of stress. So I had that tool. I also was able to ask for help when I needed it, which is something in the past I have never, ever done. I saw myself as a rock. Like if I couldn't handle it, then there was something wrong with me. And I put that burden and that shame and that responsibility on me. And I think as women professionals, especially if we are highly educated and highly functioning, we see it as a deficit if we have to ask for help or ask for support around us. And I want to assure you that asking for help, being vulnerable in times of stress, and allowing yourself to accept help from people who care about you is actually a strength. And I know it's discussed ad nauseum in public, but it is truly allowing yourself to open up to the love and support around you. And that can help you flood yourself with gratitude and keep you focused. Because I watched myself be super hyper-focused as this happened. I was just focused on him, on supporting him through his journey, on getting myself and keeping myself healthy, making sure our dog was let out during the day when I was sitting at his hospital bedside in the ICU, making sure he knew that he was not alone through this tremendously scary and difficult time. And just being filled with love, knowing that people were aware of what was going on, not isolating myself, taking care of myself, grocery shopping to make sure I had healthy food at home, being able to get 
you know, eight to 10 hours of sleep, taking time to go outside and take the dog for a jog to get that stress release in my body because our bodies physically need to release big amounts of stress. And that's something that's often overlooked too. And just being overwhelmed with gratitude at this, how it happened, when it happened, not why so much, because I think a lot of times we ask why things happened and that keeps us stuck and spinning, looking for answers that we don't necessarily have. So in this case, it was a congenital issue that burst and doing more research into dural AVMs over the last few weeks, if it's congenital, it usually bursts somewhere between 50 and 60 years old. Sometimes people will have some symptoms if the, the aneurysm starts leaking um, before it bursts. And, you know, looking back, there were some weird signs. He had some weird taste and smell abnormalities for a few weeks that he had chalked up to a mild COVID infection he had back in September. But I noticed his personality had shifted a little and he was really irritable, which was unlike him. But always, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But when this happened, it could have been I was at work all day and I came home and found him, which would have been a much worse outcome. It could have been that he was off snowboarding or mountain biking or driving somewhere because he's very independent and very active. And if that had happened, if any other scenario other than this happened in front of me on that Friday morning when I was home, the outcome would have been much worse. And so for that, I was so grateful. And whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever you believe in, I believe that everything happens for a reason and that the gift in finding that is what, why is it happening for us? What are we supposed to learn and gain from this experience? No matter what it is, good, bad, ugly, horrific, tragic, there is always something that we can take from it to transform it from a hugely stressful situation to a gift and a learning opportunity for us. And to relate it to something maybe a little bit more relatable, if you haven't had a huge um, tragedy or illness or unexpected death or anything like that in your life, think about work. When work is overwhelming and it's super stressful, there's always a lesson in there for us. And I think about this when I go to work some days and especially coming back to work after taking a week off after he came home from the hospital to just be with him and kind of process everything for myself. I came down with a cold because we all know that stress suppresses our immune system and leaves us more susceptible to infection. And this is one of the reasons I'm so passionate about women having skills and tools to manage their mind, manage their emotions, because our mental and emotional health is of the utmost importance, especially when we're seeking physical health, balance, inner peace, and thriving in our life versus just surviving or struggling. Is that, so coming back to work, nothing had changed, right? Work was work, stuff was going on, regardless of what else is going on in my life personally. There were patients that were sick in the hospital, there were family members that were seeking answers for other things. There were tasks to be done. There were new patients to see. And I think any time that we're under a lot of stress personally, our levels of compassion and empathy for others can go down because we don't have that reserve left and we're not as focused 
on the tasks that we have in front of us, which makes us less efficient, which slows us down, which can cause frustration if we're not aware of it. So especially when I work with my clients on stress in the workplace or if they have a home issue that's causing them stress and spilling over into work, we address this right away to help clarify Because when we're able to see the stress and what's causing it, we can unwind it and untangle it, kind of like pulling on a a thread from a ball of yarn and unwind it so that it's not all tangled up and we can get clarity, which allows us to focus, calm our minds and be more efficient and then release that and go on with our day. So it kind of simplifies our lives and stops us from overthinking and spinning in this stress and overwhelm and constantly thinking about five other things when you're trying to focus on one task in front of you. And this skill is especially useful at work, especially if you have a high pressure, high stress job. So when I was back at work this week, I noticed that I had to expend more energy refocusing my brain multiple times because I was worried he was home alone. Was he doing okay? Was everything good? I mean, he was really good about texting me and just letting me know that everything was fine. He was just chilling on the couch. He's been taking lots of naps because y'all, our brains are amazing. They use so much energy that we don't even realize. And that's why stress physically drains us other than like the, the cortisol levels and the hormone levels and the hormone imbalances that stress can cause. Our brains use a lot of our energy. And when we're actively thinking or physically actively healing from a brain injury, we need that time to rest and recuperate. So when I was at work and I was feeling this increase in stress and frustration, I realized that I wasn't giving myself the time to process or to just allow myself to kind of exhale into and focus on what was going on in the moment. So I had to do a little bit more of active focusing last week at work which was good insight for me because I tend to compartmentalize things. And as doctors, we are very well trained to compartmentalize our emotions and compartmentalize our work and our home life and put everything into neat little boxes. But unfortunately, if we're not cleaning out those boxes, it's kind of like a junk drawer or the junk closet. It will overflow and you will not be able to close that door or the drawer and then you have to deal with it. So It's one of the things I love working with my clients on is kind of cleaning up all the different drawers and and noticing that like it's okay if they're all coexisting. When we can decrease the stress in one area of our life, we're able to decrease it in all areas of our life because how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so having this perspective of gratitude, I did not have gratitude when I went back to work, (laughs) y'all. I slipped right back into my old habits and my old patterns, no matter how much I set that intention because I was still feeling the stress and I needed more time to just let my brain relax and process and come back into myself. And at the end of last week, when I was able to take the time to process and just be grateful, even though last week I was resisting being at work, I was like, Literally, and this is going to sound terrible, but it's how I think sometimes my brain's like, I don't care about your pain right now because I'm having pain, right? We're very self-protective. When something big is going on for us, it decreases our empathy and compassion for others, or it can if we let it. And I know my brain has gone there in the past. And so when I was able to kind of slow down, which is one of the big steps that I advocate for stress reduction, slow down and find the gratitude that I had for my job, 
for them being so understanding at me taking a last minute week off of work for this unexpected health issue for my husband, for my colleagues for stepping up and help covering my patients, for my HR department coming and giving me FMLA paperwork just in case we need it in the future because he has to have another procedure and we don't know how much downtime there's going to be with that, for having health insurance Even though we have a high deductible, I have a health savings account. We have the money to cover this. And knowing that we have all of these things in place that we hope we never have to use, but just having that allowed me to have gratitude even while I was having stress last week, while all of these other things were swirling. But the big take-home point in going back to work last week after this hugely traumatic event, dealing with a cold, so I'm not at my best to begin with because when I'm sick... I'm generally, I kind of shut down a little. I tend to be a little bit more snippy and cranky and bless my staff because even as I can express this to them, they still have to deal with me. Um, And finding the gratitude, I had to slow down because my brain just wanted to go, go, go and rush through it because I knew it was going to be uncomfortable to go back to work, to focus on other people and their health challenges and their issues and be fully present It allowed me to slow down after the week at work and realize I still, I told myself I was taking good care of myself. I told myself that I, you know, I found some shoulds in there. I should have been able to handle this better. I should be processing through this already. I should trust that he's okay because he is okay. And he keeps telling me that he's okay. He has this deep sense of knowing that this was a transformative event for him, that everything is going to be fine, that the procedure is going to go well. But we have human brains, y'all. We go to the what ifs. What if he isn't okay? What if something happens during the procedure? What if he has a stroke and then has a deficit? All of these things were still swirling in my brain, but I also had shut down to be protective. So I just want to offer, if you're having trouble finding gratitude, especially in a challenging situation, give yourself the gift of slowing down. And if your brain is constantly overthinking and spinning, trust me, I am there with you. I have had to really learn these skills and implement them. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes some focused effort. And that's part of what I love about being a coach is giving people that space once a week to just unpack their brain, take a look at it, And then repack it with the stuff that's useful and kind of throw out the stuff that's not. And giving them that permission to just slow down, unwind, look at what's going on so that they can function more optimally, so they can decrease their stress, so they can increase their focus, their clarity, their efficiency, which creates more time and more enjoyment in your life and less stress, more balance, more inner peace. Because slowing down is the biggest step to finding the gratitude and the appreciation for what you have in your life. And often we don't want to do it because if we're thinking, if we accept this situation, it means we're okay with it. It means we like it. No, it's, it's counterintuitive, but the more we can slow down and accept and allow and be grateful for and take any situation or circumstance or relationship that we have in our life that may be causing us pain or stress 
and find the opportunity and the learning that we can take from it, it strengthens the new neural pathways that allow us to move forward with balance, with peace, with certainty, and with grace so that we can expand and have more of what we want in our life. I always want more joy and more love and more fun in my life. And I want to feel balanced and I don't want to feel stressed or rushed through things. And that comes with unpacking our stress, having tools to decrease it when it's acutely elevated, such as the situation with my husband. And it, it made me pause when I had the gratitude and the love there during the acute phase of the stress when he was in the hospital. And then I was spinning for a week after he came home and after going back to work, slowing down allowing yourself the time and the space, which counterintuitively we're like, right? We're like, I don't have the time. If I had the time, then I wouldn't be this stressed. No, you do have the time. It doesn't take as much time as you may be thinking it does. And your brain honestly wants to protect you. So it's trying to keep you from slowing down. Taking slow, deep breaths, Even just rubbing your fingertips of one hand against the fingertips of the other hand, just rubbing your hands together and focusing on that sensation or rubbing two fingertips together and concentrating on the physical sensation that brings you back into your body. It helps calm your brain down. And then you can focus and ask yourself, what's good about this situation? What can I appreciate about what's going on? What can I notice about myself and what can I learn from this moving forward? So you might want to write down those questions and even write down, you know, just like either taking deep breaths and noticing the air coming in and out of your nose and the temperature of it, feeling your chest or your abdomen expand while you're breathing, doing that for 10, 15 seconds, rubbing your fingers together rubbing your hands together and focusing on that sensation when you're acutely or chronically stressed and you want to come back into yourself to decrease the stress, to focus on the gratitude and expanding. If you're trying to lose weight or you want to establish a new habit, asking yourself, what do I already have? Where am I starting? What can I be grateful for? What's good about this situation? What can I take from this? Where am I already starting? And how can I grow and learn from this to make things better in the future? All right, my friends, that is gratitude in a nutshell. It is one of the many skills and tools that I teach my clients. If you're spinning and stress and overwhelm and worry, and you want to take the next 12 weeks to learn how to focus your mind, relax your mind, unpack your stress and grow from it instead of letting it hold you back from the things you want most from enjoying your family, enjoying your relationships, reach out to me at info at thriverina.com. If you want to take this work and just start to play with it, I have a great free 
uh, handout for you that you can download from the link in the show notes that will get you started. It takes five minutes or less every day and I call it my Thrive in Five handout. Super easy. You can do it anywhere, anytime. You read through the handout, you can put notes in your phone and just put it into action, especially at work, especially at home, especially if you have stressful relationships with anyone or circumstances that you know you're going into where you're anticipating conflict. It gives you an instant tool to slow down, tap back into yourself and decrease your stress. All right, y'all, I will be back in your ears next week, hopefully with a normal voice. I'm really proud that I didn't cough at all. So take some time, take some breaths, slow down, ask yourself where you can find appreciation for what's going on, especially in those areas that are causing you stress. Go forth into the world, share this work with your friends and family, and let's make the world a better place by taking ownership of our own thriving. All right, y'all, I will talk to you next week. Have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening today. If you love what you're hearing, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want more inspiration and stress solutions to feel better and live joyfully, click the link in the show notes to join my email list to get joy delivered straight to your inbox. It is never too late to reclaim your brain and thrive in your life.